0: Land. Welcome to Trip Talks, the long-awaited episode number three. We're going to call episode number three Gen Z, and you will find out what Gen Z is in just a few minutes. Welcome to Trip Talks. We are general talk from the Heartland and beyond. If you tuned in, the last uh, episode we did was episode number two. We called that one now that we're moving. Uh, that one where I co- uh, that one we covered uh, my ill-fated sinus infection, which I still debately either have or don't have because I can still feel it in my teeth, but it's getting a lot better. Oh, cracked tooth. We had temporary crown issues now permanent. Uh, oh, it was just mass hysteria on episode number two. Long-awaited episode three is now live through your radio, and the reason for the bladed episode number three. I had to wait for my first, my very first guest speaker to come all the way from New England. She was due in last week, she she didn't make it, and now she is due in this week, and she is actually here. We are doing episode number three. I would like to welcome our first guest ever, Paige.
1: Hello there.
0: Hello, Paige. And we'll get to Paige here in a minute. She's going to be our first guest. And Paige is the reason why we titled this one Gen Z. And uh, we're just going to talk about uh, all kinds of stuff that's going on. And here in Oklahoma, fall weather has finally arrived. So whoever is the pumpkin spice salesman, you have definitely made your uh, top sales to Oklahoma because it's here. And pumpkin pumpkin spice lattes are flying off the shelf. Finally we can we can roll down our windows, we can leave our windows open, we can turn off the air conditioner. Finally, fall weather is here. The state fair is here. The state fair is actually here and gone. The mowing is slowing down. Ah, oh, October, we have October baseball. We have f- football. we've got college, we've got NFL. Every sport in the world is on TV and who really cares about the nBA anyway, the NBA anyway, right? Oh, gosh, it's been a busy couple of weeks. Um, Went to a couple of um uh, concerts in the uh, last few weeks to relive my my 80s movement. And uh, we went and saw Kansas, which is also a state, but it's also a group. And that was a fantastic concert here at the local uh, Brady Theater in downtown Tulsa. And we also saw Heart and Joan Jett and the Sweet Lizzie Project at the uh, BOK. Now, I'll tell you something about concerts. And uh, you can tell I'm getting old. Concerts have really became a pain in the ass. Because out of 10,000 seats at the BOK Center, I get the, or my wife and I, our group that was with me, a co-worker and his wife, we had uh, four seats. and the. Two seats, three rows down, and about two seats to the left. We got the only people who stand during the whole show. You know, we were on the floor, keep in mind. We were we were in, not really nosebleeds, not really floor, but like in between. And uh, the people stood up the whole time, which is fine. I mean, it's fine. Everybody was jamming out. Everybody's having a good time. But the only two people in the world standing are right in front of us, and we can't see anything. And then you have the guy or girl, I'm not gonna mention really who it was, right in front of me that's on their cell phone the whole time the concert's going. From the whole time Joan Jett was on, from the whole time Hart was on, this lady is on this lady is on Facebook the whole time. It's like, why did you come to the concert if you're gonna be on the phone? I don't get it. Then the people four rows ahead of me are trying to take pictures of their cell phone with a flash. Okay, here's the deal. The flash is not going to reach 100 yards to the stage. Turn the flash off, and when you try to video the whole concert, turn the flashlight off. Anyway, the concerts were fantastic. It's just the people, the cell phones. should be an anti-cell phone role in movies and also rock concerts. Before I get to my first guest, I want to take care of some housekeeping stuff because we're going to do a long show with our first guest. and. Uh, what do we have next? Oh, Netflix report. Um, Netflix report. Um, may I please mention the show called Unbelievable? Um, once again, the show is called Unbelievable. It's eight episodes. It's very good. It's not for kids, but it's really, really good. I also saw Felham 123. And to those who are in New York City, I apologize for pronouncing it wrong. Felham 123 pelham A M one two three. Anyway, it's got Denzel Washington, John Travolta, and it's about a robbery slash uh, the subway, subway system. It's really, really cool. And also, just last night, I finished one called In the Tall Grass by Stephen King. And I'm watching this because, you know, I'm 50-something, and I'm thinking, hey, this is like a Children of the Corn remake. Eh, it kind of is kind of like a Children of the Corn remake. And uh, if you ever want to get freaked out, there's an old movie in the 80s called Children of the Corn. You've got to watch it. Malachi! Malachi! Anyway, there's a uh, the new one that Stephen King did. is called In the Tall Grass. It's on Netflix now. It's like Children of the Corn, but not exactly. And also, Jeff Dunham has a new one called Beside Himself. And also, uh, there's also one called Between Two Ferns, which is... Um, you know, been a YouTube sensation. Now it's also a movie. And the reason we called this episode, uh, Gen Z is because of our guest. Uh, our guest is Gen Z. Um, if you're not familiar, I am Gen X. I was, I was born between 1965 and 1976. So that makes me a Gen X, which the best, best generation ever, but I'm sure my guest will, uh, maybe argue that point a little bit. Then we have the millennial generation. Now, the millennial generation and Donald Trump have a lot in common because both the millennials and Donald Trump have been made fun of relentlessly um, throughout history. The millennials have uh, been poked fun of how they're lazy and they're the entitled generation and all that. Keep in mind, guys, they're hitting 25 years old. They now have jobs. They now have mortgages. They now own their homes. They now own Subarus. Um, So yeah, we kind of have to lay off the millennials now. You're going to have to find a new generation to make fun of. And the generation after that will be your Gen Zs, which is 1996 through current. The uh, people that make these rules have not, have not uh, found an ending date yet on Gen Z and when the next gen will come out. They think it's going to be Gen uh, Gen Alpha is what they think the next generation is going to be. So I am going to um, shut up and introduce our first guest. And I'm going to actually give her the mic. Um, our first guest is Paige. And Paige, say hello. Uh, I, w- I will say one thing about Paige. Paige is, um, a very, very close friend of mine. Actually, she's more than a friend. She's my niece. She's our niece. She's a niece to my wife and I. She's a cousin to my kids. She's a sister to her brother and a daughter to her mother. And here is Paige.
1: Hi, I'm Paige. Yeah. I'm really annoying, as you'll find out soon enough.
0: Oh, Paige, you're not, you're not, you're not annoying at all, mm. Paige. Tell us a little bit about your How Paige, how old are you? Uh, where do you go to school at? What's uh, your favorite, you know, I mean, what's going on in the world right now?
1: Well, let me grab my resume. Okay. Um, I am 14. I am a freshman in high school or ninth grade. Um, that's kind of about it.
0: Okay. Now, you, you just got back from New England. Can you tell us about uh, New England and why we're at New England?
1: Oh, that. That was something, I guess. Um, I just had a hip surgery.
0: Uh, hip surgery? You're what, 14 years old? Yes. Oh my gosh. Now, why are you having hip surgeries at 14 years
1: old? Um, I have a genetic disorder called MPS-6.
0: Okay. You've got a genetic di- disorder. We always knew there was something wrong with you, but uh, <coughs> this is a genetic disorder called MPS-6, right? Yes. Now, what is the, what's the medical name for MPS-6?
1: Long one or short one?
0: I'm not too sure. I have a hard time pronouncing MPS six, so do your best.
1: Mucopolysaccharidosis type six or Maroteau-Lamy syndrome.
0: Okay. For those who are over 25, could you slow that down just a little
1: bit? <laughs> Mucopolysaccharidosis type six or Maroteau-Lamy syndrome.
0: Okay. And tell us tell us tell us a little bit about that. What's going on with that? Um I know you've been you've been to Mayo a few times. You've been to uh, University of Minnesota a few times. You've been to go back from Delaware. So, what is uh, what what's going on?
1: So basically, what MPS six does is it does not produce the enzyme that takes care of excess products of the body. So it's like if you have a trash can and the trash man never comes for years and years and years. It's not going to be too good for that. So that's kind of an analogy for it. It doesn't get rid of any waste products that need to be gotten rid of.
0: I got you. Now, tell us about your, I mean, tell us about your day-to-day thing. I mean, I mean, if, if no one really saw you, no one would really, no really know, um, you do, you go to school, you, you do things most kids do. Are you, are you limited on what you can do or anything?
1: Um, yes, not doctor note wise, but, um, my ribs will pop out of place, all sorts of stuff like that. So it does limit athletic ability. Um, hips have problems since the hip surgery too. Um, <laughs> so sports is kind of hard to do, but other than that, pretty average.
0: And- what did you have done, like what have they done at Mayo and now mayo you've been through you've been up there what a few times three or four times
1: yes, um I've been up there for a pain rehab clinic, and that's more for the neurological side um I've been there for carpal tunnel surgery, and they did growth plates, and they put in a port, and that is how I get the enzyme I ref- I receive weekly, and it's kind of an IV. Okay.
0: So, so once a week you go in for the port, which I believe is called infusions. Yes. And how long? How long do the infusions? So the the infusions are weekly, and how long will they take?
1: Um, so if you're talking span of years, it will take rest of the life. Um, but it takes about five or six hours. Um, it also depends on how old you are, height, weight, stuff like that.
0: I gotcha. So you're in the chair for about five hours when you do the infusion. Yes. And after the infusions, you were, you're wiped out. Yeah. Is it, is is it, is it, does it take quite, quite a toll on the body?
1: Um, it's actually very interesting for some people. It gives them a lot of energy. For other people, it knocks them right out. So for me, it knocks me out pretty much.
0: I did not know that. Now then you also had the carpal tunnel plate. now with the plates. They put those for those in your hip?
1: Those are in my wrist.
0: In your wrist. Okay. Okay. Now University of Minnesota, what was that all about?
1: Um, University of Minnesota was clarification. They think there might be a second um diagnosis. And to put this in perspective, um, this is a one in a million disease. Um Disorder, um mps6 um I am the 90th person that was placed on enzyme treatment.
0: The 90th person this year in the U.S. The 90th person in the U.S. total. Total. Oh my god.
1: There's been some more added since, but I was number 90.
0: So is this a is this a new disease? I, I know they ever since you were a little kid, they uh, local doctors. The, it, I mean, it took forever to get the diagnosis. I mean, it was it was this, it was that, it was this. Is this kind of a new thing? They is this kind of a new thing they found or what?
1: Um, it's not so much a new thing. It is pretty recently found. I think it was found in the fifties or sixties, something like that. It was within a hundred years at least. Um, I think it was more like forty or so. But the enzyme treatment for it is very new, most people did not have it until, um, well most people in Gen Y would not have had that until they were in their 30s.
0: I gotcha. Now the other thing is, um, you just got back from Delaware, and what happened uh, in Delaware?
1: Um, they basically dissected me like a frog and <laughs> they um took apart some of the bone, put in some hardware, um, did some cartilage removal. Um, my hips not shaped right, so they kind of went in and did bone graft, which is where they take bone from where there's excess and put it where it should be. So they did some of that and
0: And that was on that was on one side of your hips, and they're going to and then they're going to do the other side in the future.
1: Um, yes, six to nine months, I believe.
0: So they're going to let you heal up from the first one, and then they're going to go ahead and do the other one. Now, after that, are we all done?
1: Um, no. Um, they think that I might have to do something with my knees or ankles at some point, and um, possibly cervical spine.
0: Gosh, well, I mean. I mean, one thing is I'm, I'm so happy your spirits are, are so good. You've got, uh, unbelievable support here locally and also abroad. Have you met other, have you met other friends, um, with the same diagnosis?
1: I have actually, um, I was lucky and got to go to Canada and I met several people that had it and there have been several conferences in the U S where I've met other people, um, it's mainly a lot littler kids, or they are much older than me, so they're either way younger or they're way older
0: so there is a span or there's a gap between kids that are kids that have this are either they're either, either 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 young at age or they're older, and is that just because of the time it's diagnosed
1: um not. Really, no, it's because it is such a rare diagnosis. Most places do not know how to catch it, so that could be part of it. Um, I have met two people in the two-year age gap from me, so there are some around there, but it is, they are mainly in their 40s, or they are eight below.
0: Well, I'll tell you one thing. This little girl is a special little girl to all of us. And, um, the amount of support that she has here locally is amazing. And talk about a tough little girl. She has been through, she's 14 and she's been through more than most of us will face the rest of our lives. And, uh, so I want to thank you. I know this story is very personal. Um, and like I say, we're not, we're not doing this for, um, for donations we're not doing this to for a sob story we're just having a little girl tell her story and we're going to ask her some questions uh, as w- as well as as the day as the uh show goes on and uh but anyway i just want to thank you for for sharing the story on MP6 um or i'm sorry MPS6 um
1: no it's fine i've done some interviews on it and everyone's story is different and how they handle it is different um i don't shut up a lot so i go pretty well with talking about it and it's kind of hard to be very upset with my circumstances with it because not everyone has such a good support system not everyone gets diagnosed and most people with mps that end up with dwarfism and i am lucky enough not to have that
0: exactly exactly and i think talking about it is is very huge i know if you go back in my day, um, you know, things weren't talked about a lot. You know, if you if you had something, you know, it wasn't shared like it is today. I mean, today we have the Facebooks and the social media and so forth, and everybody's talking about everything. And I really think it's good to get it out there and talk about it. I think when you talk to others, uh, you share your story. Other people share your story with you. And I think it makes everybody feel a little more comfortable.
1: Yeah. Um... It's very important to educate people. Um, Even drug companies, that's one of the places I have spoken to because you think pharmacists of all people would understand the struggles the kids face, but they tend to forget that it's actual people they're dealing with, not just um, accounts and so forth.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Well, we're going to um, wrap up the whole MPS 6 story. Thank you for. Thank you for sharing that. Now we're going to get to the fun part of the show, where I get to, I get to ask you what in the world's going on with kids these days. Um, I've got a whole list of questions here, and I want to find out what is making kids these days uh, tick. Let's see. We already know about yourself. We know, um, we know we w- w- where you go to school. We know what grade. Um, tell us about your one and only sibling.
1: Oh. Um, My brother is in college. He just turned 21, so Lord help us all. Um, <laughs> He is a pretty good big brother. We pick on each other like siblings do, but he is a sweetheart. He has been out driving for no reason and randomly brought home sunflowers. No special occasion needed, so I got pretty lucky with siblings.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. Now, um, you're 14 now. Um, What's scary is you're going to be driving in two years. Um, What kind of uh, car are we looking for in two years?
1: Um, If this hip stuff settles down, hopefully a truck.
0: Now, that's a true, spoken like a true Oklahoman. (laughs) a pickup truck for page i will have to totally agree with that uh yes that is awesome and now you're um you're 14 you got uh you're a freshman so you got about four more years left three more years left and i know your i know your brother uh is a big osu fan go pokes right and uh what kind of college are you are, are, is there a college of choice you're looking at
1: um, depends on majors. A big part of me wants to go into some sort of biology or chemistry. That's kind of where I'm at. but I also really like writing and um OSU has a lot of that stuff. But if I did medical and I went out of state, I would go to Minnesota.
0: Wow, that's quite the change, uh Minnesota. The one thing I can the only thing I can tell you is, you know, uh follow your dreams. I know I know when you were younger, you were you were really into, uh, e- you know, Egypt and ancient stuff like that, and now you're into you know biology or medical stuff like that. And you know, as as you grow, um, the only advice I can give you is follow what you want to do, because you're going to have ten thousand people say, "Oh, page, you should do this," or "Oh, page, you should do that," or you know, the job market on this or the job market on that. But w- what I can really Say is do what you want to do,
1: yes, um, I think that's always very important. um, I'm pretty lucky, my family's always been very supportive of what we all want to do um my brother's a history major, and everyone's been on board with him for that, no matter what we've all kind of stuck together and support each other, so definitely a good thing for that,
0: absolutely. I know your brother is a brainiac and um you are probably gonna be a double brainiac as brainiac as well. Um so we've already discussed, you know, where you're gonna go. But like as of as of right now, what are your hobbies right now?
1: Um I kind of doodle, not particularly well, but I do. Um I kind of just like teasing my friends, I like scary movies, I like sitcoms and anime, and that's pretty much it.
0: Sitcoms, and scary movies, and doodling. I love it. I love it. I wish I could be a kid again. How much fun could that be? Where do you see? Okay, so where do where do you see yourself in five years?
1: Oh, um, that is a big question. I will be nineteen. God, I'll be, um, <laughs> that's a scary. So, thought. what?
0: Hopefully, hopefully in college, right?
1: Hopefully in college. Yes. Um,
0: Driving a truck. Yes. Um, so in five years you'll be driving a truck and you're going to be in college. Yes. Anything else?
1: Um. Hopefully I'll have a dog. I want a dog or no. a lizard. Or a lizard. Lizards are cool.
0: Oh, I would definitely go with a dog. What kind of dog you want?
1: Um, I don't care. I just like dogs. a, a frog would be cool too. <laughs>
0: a frog or a dog or a lizard. Uh, so uh, pet stores in Stillwater, please make sure you stock up here in about five years, please um what about in 20 years what do you say to yourself in 20 years you think you're gonna get married what do you think
1: um i'm probably going to be more career focused um just enjoying life spending time with family and friends um just kind of if a relationship comes then it comes if it doesn't it doesn't
0: and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that there's you know if you don't do your school work it'll never get done. Um I don't know how many people have said, you know, uh, oh I can always do my I can always do my studies later or you know and never happens. Yeah, you know, I I'm a firm believer in getting college over with, you know. I always told my kids, I don't care if it's a, I don't care if it's a d- degree in basket weaving, just get the degree because once you have that degree on the wall, then you're free to pursue other careers or relationships or whatever that you know, that way you're done. So school isn't over at high school like it was for me. You got to go on and finish the next four years or six years or eight years, whatever you're going to do. And once you have that done, then you have all the time in the world for everything else. You have to put the horse before the cart, right? Yes. Okay. okay. Um. Tell me something that's true. But nobody agrees with you on.
1: Um, blueberries aren't blue.
0: So you're telling me blueberries are not blue.
1: Yes, they're purple. And if anyone says different, you're wrong and you can fight me.
0: Well, I, I definitely won't argue with that. Um, it's like in Oklahoma, we have our state tree is the red bud. And I don't think they're red. I think they're uh, I think they're purple as well. So I will have to let you slide on that one because I think uh, you might be onto something there. But the blueberries I see at the store, unless they're genetic- genetically altered, I'm gonna say they're blue. But now they could be a deep purple, right?
1: They're indigo. It's like that in between of blue and purple.
0: Indigo. That brings me back memories. Do you know who Roy G. Biv is?
1: It's the rainbow.
0: Very good. I learned that in a long time. Roy G. Biv. So we what? Uh red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, wow. violet. So it was always purple when I was a kid. When you got a box of crayons, it was purple. It wasn't indigo, but I guess I guess time change. <laughs> what is your favorite class in school?
1: Um depends on what we're talking about. So I really like Biology, socially, and I like it because of the core study. But I am very into English and history as well. Well,
0: that's good because you have to speak English and to uh, carry on and uh, do your papers and stuff like that. So that's that's good, you know that and your history and everything. Um, biology, oh gosh, you're way smarter than I am. I remember back in the day. I had Greek mythology first hour, and you want to talk about snooze or class, your very first hour was Greek mythology?
1: Greek mythology is the best, man. You're talking to an avid Percy Jackson person, okay? You cannot diss Greek mythology in front of me. Roman uh, mythology sucks, but not Greek.
0: Hey, you have definitely found my Achilles heel, let me tell you what. Um, yeah, I, uh, gosh... I'll never forget that first hour. Golly. What a scissor. Okay, so let's go um let's go a little bit uh more uh mm, science. Um are you Apple or are you droid? Apple. Ah, very good. I used to be droid, but I have actually I have actually seen the light. And what's your favorite app?
1: Um anything I can annoy my mom with.
0: Snapchat, um. Instagram, Facebook.
1: I don't really do a lot of social media.
0: Thank goodness. Did you hear that folks? We have a we have a 14-year-old girl here that does not do a lot of social media. Wow. She spends her time drawing and annoying her friends. That is what that's what you're supposed to do, right?
1: I I mean, I think so. Right. Um I go on Pinterest a lot. It's not really a social media, but it is an app. Hey,
0: at least you can uh, you can learn stuff on you can learn stuff on Pinterest and and uh, Etsy. I, I you know I have to agree with you there. Um, I can't figure out all the new stuff. You know the Snapchats, the Instagrams, uh, the tweets. You know Facebook is my speed because I know how to work it, and that's really about as far as I go. But you're right. I think social media, um, just like that girl I was talking about at the concert. You know, here she is. She paid probably a hundred bucks for a concert ticket, and she spends her whole day or her whole night on her cell phone on social media and i think it's highly addictive i think it's i think it's a uh one of the worst drugs out there
1: well i'm on my phone a lot i am guilty of that so i'm not that good of a role model but the reason i'm not big on social media is because it's a lot of comparisons and whether you think of it or not or they mean to or not you do kind of compare yourself to other people and you think Oh, I wish I had blue eyes, or oh, I wish I had blonde hair or something like that.
0: I have to totally agree because whenever you see someone's uh, Facebook or Instagram or uh, Snapchat and you see you see them in Italy on a vacation, or you see them in um they went to Rio de Janeiro for a vacation, and you're like, "Well, I didn't get to my vacation sucked. I got to go ten miles down the road to the local amusement park. You know what? Hey, that's okay. You still had good time with your family and you're right, Paige. I think you're you're always comparing yourself with other people. You know, people will post this, people will post that, people will post, Oh, look at my new car, look at my new hair, look at my new husband, look at my new wife, look at my new girlfriend and you know, here you are stuck with your you know, your your old girlfriend or you're stuck with your old car and you know what, you are fine just the way you are. You don't need to be like them. How do you know they're even happy? Now, they look happy on Facebook and social media,
1: but are they really happy? Well, yeah, that's exactly the thing, is that my mom takes pictures of me and my brother all the time, and we're smiling, but if you look in our eyes, you can see that we are dead inside and want to jump off a cliff right then.
0: <laughs> okay. that we, got, we just went dark. Um, we just went Joker dark. I don't know. Did you see the Joker?
1: <laughs> not yet, no.
0: Oh my gosh, I think we just went Joker Dark. Oh my gosh. Do you think, as Americans, do you think we are spoiled?
1: In some ways, yes. Um, I think in other ways, there are those who are not, and that's the same for every country. But I think that we do have a lot of rights. But there is also a lot that comes at america because of that and america is one of the big powerhouse countries and so that is usually a pretty big target in politics
0: absolutely whenever you're whenever you're you know top 3 you're always going to be um under the microscope yeah uh, we are not perfect that's for sure we're not perfect at all um, but we have fought for what we have and we enjoy our freedoms and, um, yeah, we probably are spoiled. Um, the thing is we shouldn't go, that shouldn't go to our head when we talk to others or travel abroad, you know, we should, um, always, you know, remain humble of, of who we are. And we did work hard for what we are, but, uh, we should always still remain humble Let's see here. We already asked about marriage and kids and all that. Let me ask you this. Going back to school, I know when I was growing up, we had the um brainiacs or we had the brains, we had the stoners, we had the jocks, and then there's like this other group that nobody really fit, you know, fit into that, you know, the other part of the lunchroom that nobody else would sit with us, you know. Um You know, I know all the brainiacs sat together. I know all the jocks sat together. All the stoners sat together. And then you had these outcasts that nobody would really talk to. And they could have been really, really nice people, but they just weren't in whatever group you were in. And, you know, now I feel horrible that I never reached out to these people. What are the different cliques or social groups your school these days
1: well there's a lot that kind of gang up together um there's a lot of the popular girls there's there are some very nice popular people out there some of them are the sweetest people in the world however a lot of them are jerks, jerk and it's yes it's a mess um nerdy clicks aren't really as much as a thing there's anime clicks there's like crafty clicks um, drama, clicks, all of that stuff. Um, me and my friends kind of fall in the category of we're not really any of that, so we just kind of chill out. We're just kind of there for the ride.
0: Well, let me ask you this: H- Have things changed, or if if you if, if you scan your lunch room and you see the brainiacs all sitting at a table, would an anime click? Be welcome to sit down with them.
1: Um, I'm not at there. I'm not at school for lunch. I do half days. Right. Um, I know for some that is true. Um, there is actually a big thing. One of the nerdiest like anime like people at our school is actually dating one of the people that is like the coach is rooting for them to be quarterback soon and they're together and they're happy so
0: well and that's what it's all about i think uh from you know the 1980s 1990s where i was in school and you know now today where you're in school i'm glad to see that change i'm glad to see people are more accepting e- accepting of each other um, i think i fell into the stoner or nobody group and you know, my God, no one from the brainiacs or the jocks would ever talk to you or invite you over or even have, sit and have lunch with you. So I'm kind of glad to see that uh, see that change. Um, let me ask you a big hot button question, especially these days. You know, you see it on the news, you hear this word on the news all the time, and I don't know if it's turned into a I don't know if it's turned into a buzzword or what is bullying a problem at your school is bullying a problem at other schools where you're uh friends with people who go to other schools what is the deal with bullying
1: um it's there but it's not quite the way it was so if you watch any 2000 movie or any hannah montana episode it's a group of kids bullying a group or one person um it's really not like that anymore there's several people that are bullies but they aren't associated with each other in the slightest. They have not really talked as far as any of us know. Um they just kind of exist. And it's kind of all the point we just kind of sit there and like go like oh okay. Nice keep nodding your heads cuz it happens so much anymore. But it's way less physical.
0: Well, that's good. Um, Because, yeah, I I know we hear that a lot of the news is bullying. And, um, you know, I'm sure there's different points or different uh, stages of bullying. Um, You know, back in my day, there was, you know, it got to the point of somebody got the shit beat out of them because they were because they wore this or because their hair was green, or because they had the wrong sexual orientation, or, or this or that. And, it's nice to see just in twenty, thirty years, we've started to come a little bit further. Um, and here's the deal. If you are that person who is a little bit different, don't change who you are. Um, you need to accept, accept who you are is fantastic. And just because, you know, other groups don't agree with it, I think that's wrong. I, I think you should stay who you are. And I think you should uh, definitely stand up for yourself. Um, is there is there a lot of fights at your school?
1: Um, yeah, but they usually kind of deserve it. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> I'm sorry, but they do. Yeah. Um. But on the stay who you are thing, the thing is, though, is that they are going to find something to pick on no matter what you are into. If you're popular, you're probably going to get called fake. If you are nerdy, you're going to get called nerdy. They're, no matter what you do, you're going to get called something. Whether you know what's happening or not, so just do what you want.
0: So I guess that's, I guess that's like what we talked about earlier about uh, America, um, America seeming like we're, like we're spoiled. Well, it's because we're the top three. And I guess if you do stand out as a kid, you do stand out as nerdy, or you do stand out as a brainiac. If you are top of the class, I guess you are, I guess the attention is on you. You are number one to be picked on, right?
1: Yeah, there is very definitely some of that. Um. They'll just kind of pick on anyone, though. Um, Last year or so, I never really talked much. I had a group of people that I did talk to a lot. And other than that, I didn't say much. And I still got nasty notes in lockers saying, kill yourself, and stuff like that. So they, they don't really care if you're in the top three main clicks or anything. It's just, it's a free for all.
0: And how many times have we all been in that position where we say stuff that we don't mean, or we say stuff to uh, make a point but it came across wrong, or we say stuff when we're angry and uh, two days later we really don't mean it. I think, they, think it really happens, it really, it really happens to everybody. Um, let's see here, let me try and mix this up a little bit. If you were to get a tattoo, now I know you're only 14, so don't let this go to your head. <laughs> if you were to get a tattoo, what would you get?
1: um a constellation or a um sun and a moon or a company
0: those are actually a very good choices i've wanted my wife to get a sun and a moon for a long time so i like your i like your picks if you had a million dollars or a billion i mean i don't know i know a million dollars is a lot of money these days and i'm quoting austin powers there well i know a million dollars really isn't a lot of money these days. One billion dollars if you had one billion dollars, what would you do with it?
1: Oh, I'd get a narwhal. No question about it. I'm getting a narwhal.
0: you would get a narwhal whale
1: um they're a they're kind of like a whale, but yes, yes, I'd get a narwhal.
0: does that come with a fish tank?
1: Um no, it comes with an ocean, and so I'd inherit the ocean as well, and that's a power move to be honest
0: well uh. <laughs> Two thirds of the Earth is uh, covered with water, so that's a very good choice. So that brings my next question: If you had one superpower, what would it be?
1: Um, invisibility.
0: That's kind of creepy. Is it? Is it because you don't Sometimes you don't want to be bothered.
1: Um. Yes. Sometimes it's kind of nice to just go unseen. It's kind of nice to just be there. It's kind of like the fly on the wall instance and also I could scare the heck out of my brother and I love doing that.
0: That would be cool is to be invisible then boom pow scared you. But I I have to agree sometimes it's nice to disappear for a little while, you know? Sometimes it's nice just to shut the door and uh like you said doodle for a little while and just zone out. Nothing wrong with that at all. If you could if you could time travel, would you go back in time or would you go forward in time?
1: I wouldn't do either. And why? Because you'd want to stay in the past longer than you should. And it ruins the future and I kind of like surprises. That's why I like scary movies. Like not knowing what's gonna happen.
0: Ah, the element of surprise. I don't know, if it's me, I'd have to go back to the old gunfighting days, the old saloon and Wearing the guns in your hip and uh oh the you know the old uh, gun smoke or I don't know what the newest version of gun smoke is these days Uh Clint Eastwood or Pale Rider or just the old Western days that'd be so cool except you'd have to take flushing toilets back with you so if you could take flushing toilets back to the Western days that would be really cool otherwise eh, I don't think I'm going to do a latrine or a porta potty.
1: That's like saying you're gonna go back to the Renaissance, but you're not gonna have them have the plague. That's it.
0: <laughs> well, I would go back to the Renaissance if they had air conditioning.
1: <laughs> they had a plague. Oh, uh,
0: you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like I I guess uh, the Renaissance. Golly, I'd see either the, the the Western days, or I'd probably go forward. I'd go forward in time and uh, see if we actually exist in the future. See if there is hope i'm sure there is hope i've got i've got hope of mankind i still have a little bit of hope of mankind and if you were president or prime minister or czar or whatever you call in your country how would you change the world
1: um well one thing if we're doing president in america um this is kind of controversial and i'm not saying that we shouldn't do the other but, um. We're sending troops out to places and donating so much food and money from the government, not from people themselves. And I personally think that we need to help out our veterans that are living on the streets and are going through hard times, and help them first.
0: That is a perfect textbook answer. Did you study on that one, or is that one coming, <laughs> or is that coming from the heart?
1: That's kind of from the heart. I'm a little bit from Blake, but heart too
0: Okay. Well just wait until you get to college and they will change your mind on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Um are people born evil or is it learned? Yes. <laughs> yes to both.
1: Yes. Um everyone has the capacity to be evil. It's whether you act on it or not that makes you evil. I have to agree.
0: I have to agree. If you could meet any living person or any past person, who would you who who would it be?
1: This is going to sound really freaking weird. I have two completely different answers. One, I'm going to do the weird one first, is Hitler to ask him what the heck he thinks he was doing. And yeah, just kind of try to get inside that psychotic sociopathic mind. And the second, much tamer, um <laughs> would be Audrey Hepburn.
0: Oh, Audrey Hepburn. Um have you seen have you ever seen the movie called the African African Queen?
1: I have not.
0: Well, the African Queen is pretty cool because they go on they go on a boat ride and um they are in the Amazon or South America. I can't remember where they're at and um they they, they break a propeller in the boat and they have to weld it back together again they get um, the African Queen was like the old version of Naked and Afraid so <laughs> na- if you could take Naked and Afraid today and, and pair it with the African Queen that's a, if you like Audrey Hepburn that's a movie you need to watch
1: um, I'm actually like I do love her movies too but that's actually not why I'm such a big fan um, when she was young she would do ballet performances to help raise money against the um, like for the resistance against the Nazis. She did a lot of charity work um, with children all over the world, and other people would turn away from them because they were like miserable looking, they looked sick. She didn't care, and she'd still go up to hug them.
0: That is awesome. It's nice when it's nice when stars are actual real people as well um there's a few of them still out there where you know the uh, Hollywood has not affected their political or religious views, and they remain real people uh it, there's a still few of them out there, not a whole lot, but there is quite a few um the when you said hitler that's you know I kind of kind of agree and disagree was he a horrible man? yes, would he do horrible things yes but you wonder why um i think i'm going to go back to netflix here they had a world war 2 uh in color special and they went all the way from how it started to how it ended and you know all the way from the enigma code and uh intercepting uh messages and so forth and it was a phenomenal show but you're right the man brought a country out of uh financial hardship he almost invaded you know every country over there but of course i guess england i guess england did try doing the same thing back before then so i think we all want to try to you know be um rulers of the world and so forth um is there anything else you want to add or did i forget to ask you anything
1: um not that i can think of
0: well, number one, I want to say thank you to our very special guest, Paige. Thank you, for, thank you so much for being here. You've created insight. You're a blessing to others. You're, you're a blessing to our family. And I wish you nothing but the best. And you have our total, total support. And thank you for listening to Trip Talks. You could choose any podcast, and you chose mine. And I thank you. Stay tuned for more, and beam me up, Scotty.